came here to say that you don't really want it with us. Yeah. We love you know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us. Yeah. yeah. The sports show. Yeah. 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 What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Your Sports Show, episode 88. I am your host, Big Baby, a.k.a. the soul of R&B. And at the bottom of the pyramid today, we have Brooklyn Claws, BK, Matt. Ho, ho, ho. I need some more. No, I'm lying. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, y'all? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I was regulating. I, was, I, was, I don't know what that was about. I was regulating. I, I got regulating. my my voice got my voice got lower and everything. I was, I, you know, I was chilling. Wait, regulate like the song? No, like G Punk. Like the song? Like the song yeah. she just said. Yeah, G Punk. Just you know, just chilling. Regulate. I'm chilling on a whole new era. And to our top right, we have the queen, the head of the year sports show, Queen Tay, a.k.a. 25K. Tay, what's going on? Not much, not much, not much here. Talking about somebody that got hoes. Not mine. (laughs) Just, just, we just out the gate. (laughs) (laughs) I might. I know you do. I might I not. And that ain't nobody's business unless she let people know. Hey. I'm saying. I consider I myself a Ponzi sexual. A Pontiac sexual? You like Pontiacs? He's just, you know, <laughs> you're just so hell-bent on misunderstanding everything I say. I know. I'm just trying to say where where did Pontiacs come into play? I said Ponzi, like Ponzi scheme. Shorty just made off. Oh, okay, Ponzi scheme. Like the okay, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Like if you cash at me forty, I can make you four hundred dollars. Yeah, I got you. I got you. No, I didn't say scammers. No. Oh. You have to have a trust fund to get some buns. Wow. Um, yes. Now, what, what are we starting? Um, hey, Drake, your, your week. How was your week going? Oh, no. How was y'all week? I ain't gonna start with me. How's your, how's your week? <laughs> Mm-mm, nope. Nope. Hi, Terry. We found out she, we found out she wanted trust fund buns. <laughs> Queen, how was your week? It was quite interesting to say the least. Um, as you guys know, we are a day away from Christmas, so just doing all my my last minute Christmas shopping. Finally finished a couple days ago. Um, actually enjoying some time at home, which feels really good. Um, I haven't been home this long in months, so cool. I'm here. I, I think I hate people. I really do. Who lets their kid just walk in the middle of, the, of a parking lot like that? Like, I, I I was tempted to get out the car and, and, and fight you. 
on Christmas Eve. Who does Again? Like, yeah. He's about, oh, the same, he's about the same height as the kid, so it's not going to be a full fight. <laughs> Man, I mean, the kid, like, it's a baby. Like, just roaming around in the park a lot. <laughs> like the day she fell. Oh, come here, little, little baby. Mwah. <laughs> It's so crazy that they call Bokeem Woodbine the evil Dave Chappelle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I definitely I'm... see that. <laughs> but you know, Bokeem Woodbine was popular first. Absolutely. So Dave Chappelle is just a skinny Bokeem Woodbine. <laughs> He's the evil. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought they were the same person. Just like I thought no. uh, Lorenz Tate and the other Tate was the same person. They look nothing alike. I mean, they all, they look a little bit alike, but mm-hmm. I, I, you, Lorenz Tate has a distinct look. His brother looks just, like him, but not as Lorenz. I'm not gonna hold you. I just chalked it up to me being lazy and not trying to be invested in who's who. After Love Jones, I was like, okay, I, I can tell the difference. Love Jones, Jones is overrated. Love Jones is overrated. Love and basketball is overrated. No, love and basketball. I was, I was talking to someone the other night, and I was like, I used to love love and basketball so much as a teenager. Like, I really thought like this was really like black love. And then as I got older, I'm just like, hmm. I can't. This is I can't garbage. See how how is black love? If you're telling, if you basically just said you're gonna easily catch this L, I don't care how much I love you. Winning is everything. That, that he could have let her win, you know. He could have, but he didn't. Just throwing that out there. There'd have been no benefit of him letting her win. <laughs> it's like you're gonna play one on one for your heart. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> that screams pick me. Play me one on one for your heart. <laughs> I would let me say something. I'm too proud. I have too much pride. My heart would have just still been where the hell it was. <laughs> Matt, how's your week, man? It was good until I realized I had to do all those damn Christmas shopping and food shopping and shit. Aggravating. Too much people. I don't like being around this much people. Everybody looking at looking at stuff. And then I'm getting texts on stuff that I, I'm missing on my shopping list. I'm just aggravated. Kid juices. You're not going to get kid juices. Shout out, to, shout out to Kiki who says, you ever went to a dude's house and his mother stink? <laughs> <laughs> what? I be like, you gotta relax. So, <laughs> some of their moms do be a tinge musty. Keep you gotta relax. I had a she be wilding out on Facebook. Time, I went to his house for the first time, and she dead introduced herself to me, and then smashed the roach on the wall. What? I didn't know what to do. I'd have been stuck. She didn't wash her hands. She like just did one of these. Yeah. And then went to a house and it smelled like corn chips. Yeah, it'd be they no, it'd be their uncles. Mm. It'd be that uncle that got the line on the Kool-Aid. You know, when they got the orange juice and they be like, do not drink past this line. I know my stuff. That's hilarious. yo, you remember that 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 that, that part in um rappers delight when you're talking about the food? I lived that. Yeah, yeah. I did live that. <laughs> and I just I, I was honest. I was like, yo, I I I got to go. And he was like, why? I said, I owed it to my mom to not eat nobody else's food. And he was like, what? I said, I just can't do it. It's like a family tradition. It's a Southern thing. I lied out my ass. I'm not going to lie to you. I couldn't do it. 
No, I just I just know that every holiday, every black household, not every. I mean, we've come kind of come out of this stereotype, but every black family in the hood, my my including my family, but every black family in the hood, almost about seventy percent, got that one uncle that never left home. You got grandma. I mean, our generation, because this generation don't got grandma. Mom. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, you I, ain't see me? I was attacking everybody. I was every I was I was playing disrespect with everybody. Everybody that think that Eminem and all these other people was beating hoes, I, I flat out told them that your grandmother's 32 years old. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. I got disrespectful. I, I want to apologize. I really don't want to apologize. I said what I said and I meant it. I like Eminem. I, I feel like Eminem came to prominence when I was about 15 years old. I remember when he kind of hit the, the rap world by storm. And I feel like Eminem, his metaphors, the way that he rhymes is very distinct. And I think that he is what you would call one of the best of all time. But to say that he has the caliber to beat Jay-Z is just ludicrous. Even Lil Wayne. The only thing I think Lil Wayne has over Jay-Z is the ability to create superstars. Jay-Z created Ye for the most part. But maybe Ye, maybe J. Cole, and a few others, Rihanna, you know? But also, Wayne gave us Nicki, Wayne gave us Drake. So I guess their impact is kind of similar. But when you go like bar to bar, when Jay-Z came out, I was like, to 11 years old and he's still hot like i don't he, think he released released one bad album i didn't like american gangster too much but everything I I, yo why am i i thought i was the only person who didn't like american gangster and people someone's like no it's good it's good and like i have two good songs on it after that i'm kind of just like i guess two good songs on it i mean it fit the it fit the theme for the american gangster movie like i got it you know the the harlem the, the frank lucas and and stuff like that, but like that of all his body of work, I have to say that that's my least favorite. And then people are not even considering the fact that he did that work with like Lincoln Park. Yeah. That was revolutionary yeah. on its own. That Collision Course album was, was was dope. Yes, we've heard these songs before, but to have them mashed, how right. how they were mashed and and mashed well, like whoa. <laughs> Like he doesn't get enough credit for it, and this whole um, Lil Wayne and and beating Jay Z thing. Listen, someone said, uh, "Well, Lil Wayne can only play the songs that Baby paid him for." <laughs> I, I was like, "Well, <laughs> but Wayne has a catalog of music, and it maybe um, we would talk about this amongst each other. Maybe it's the uh, uh, up top bias that we have." Well, maybe it's not, but Lil Wayne has been in mainstream for a while. He's not like a lot of the Southern rappers who get a couple mainstream songs and then they're primarily known in the South. Like, Wayne is known everywhere. I don't think Wayne has the hits to go, like, hit for hit against Jay-Z. I, like, it's, it's going to be like a... Wayne will have... Everybody would have a really tough time going against Jay Jay Z and Jay Z doesn't even have to go past at least three albums to get to get that up get most of that off. 
I think that even if you look at the work that he did with um, Rough Riders back in the late 90s, I'm not going, you know, for obvious reasons, I'm not going to talk about the work that he did with R. Kelly. You get what I'm saying? Um, The work that he did, like, I don't know what was up with that George Westinghouse class of 1991 that had Busta, Biggie, and Jay-Z all in the same high school at the same time. But it's nuts to me just the, the amount of talent that this man has that he doesn't even write. It comes off the dome. Who else does that? And people are bugging if they think that Future has a chance. I haven't heard a hit solo Future record in about almost seven years, maybe? Six years? If you think Future and Lottie and Hovind are versus, you should be shot. I don't care what nobody says. You're stupid. Even the work that he did with Pharrell, <laughs> I'm not, you know, it's going to jump you You're not agreeing with the shot part, but you agree with the, the statement. <laughs> it got better. I mean, I don't know what's worse, duct tape and ass violated or shot. Wait, so, you forgot you duct tape and butt rape? You, you forgot the pissing on the table, the pissing on the table thing with James Dolan. All of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt has some clips. If we had like some somebody actually go back and get some of those clips, <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> oh man, I'm just saying, I don't understand these these jackasses that's been born in '97 and '96 and they decide they want to judge rap. Like, shut up! Your favorite rapper is named after a number and a savage, whatever that means. And he got 19 other people named savages. It's stupid. I don't like, shut up. Like, don't judge rap. Just enjoy it. You can't understand what Hov is saying. So why judge it? Just, 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 just stop. Just stop. Just, it's just, it's embarrassing. These are the same people that thought that Ja Rule was whack because 50 Cent told him no. he was whack. Yo, let me tell you something. I had never seen such career sabotage until that moment. You get what I'm saying? Like, Ja Rule had the block hot for like two hot years. You get what I'm saying? Like, everybody was falling in love. Everybody wanted against the love. Everybody wanted that type of put it on me type of situation. Ja Rule was doing something that was phenomenal for the times. You get what I'm saying? The moment 50 Cent came out and killed his career, he killed his career for sure. There's a difference from stopping momentum and just ignoring the fact that a person was as great as he was. So it just, it was annoying. I felt like it was just like me, you, and, and Dre, and possibly like four other people that were sitting here wondering why the hell is Fat Joe versus Ja Rule? Like, this is not, this is going to be lopsided. This is not even going to make sense. This don't make sense at all. And everybody's sitting there like, no, Fat Joe's going to wash Ja Rule. I'm like, uh, are, are, are we talking about the same Fat Joe? Are we then, talking about Fat Joe with Big Punk? And then, with him? But, and then even Ja Rule got his career start with Jay-Z in DMX. Right, and, and when he played those songs, people forget, like, it's not like, ja, first of all, people forget that Ja can spit. He's not like, he's not like, oh, that's best lyricist. Ja can spit for, for his type of music. Like, the whole singing, the whole, 
the whole singing rapping thing. He was doing it first. LL was doing it first. Uh, LL was doing it first, but I'm talking about inside the, the that newer generation. Mm-hmm. But like people were like, oh, 50 did it. No, Ja Rule was doing it before 50. Mm-hmm. L was doing it before L and and um I guess we can add Bobby Brown if we want to, but uh Bobby Brown was but, more of an R and B guy but, with yeah. a little bit of a rap, but LL Cool yeah. was but LL, yeah, one, for sure. yeah. Cause you remember I need love. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> No, I that's that's what makes my stomach change. That was like I had that song dedicated to me by by uh I was about to ask you, did you have that song dedicated to you, which is why your stomach turns? Twice. That's a that's a good question to, to jump into. Uh <laughs> Have y'all had like like you said that song was dedicated to you? <laughs> you have any other songs that was dedicated to you? Yes, several. And I and now I'm limited as to what I could actually listen to because the ones that was dedicating songs like it went so left that like of course like you had um I need love by LL. I had um Avant's category like all his catalog. Um, even from separated to don't take your love away. I like that song. I like that song a lot. Person, by the way, <laughs> um, Ja Rules put it on me. Um, O three Bonnie and Clyde Part Two on the Run. So many. Oh my gosh. Or oh, any hip hop song that had love with it, or oh, oh, any of those sappy ass pop songs. Yes. And now I have to either listen to DMX, even DMX, how's it going down? But yeah. every, like I have to keep my catalog very either hard rock, no love, or <laughs> hardcore rap, no love, or Drake type of like Playboy type of shit. Because other than that, like I just get flashbacks like a PTSD moment. Yeah, I think so. Like after. Like like my breakup, <laughs> I was listening to mystical like every morning. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> I wasn't happy. I listened to mystical like every morning. <laughs> I have a I have after my breakup, after my, my big profound breakup, I have a playlist that only has songs that has nothing to do with love. It's called hold on. What what did I call it? Mamba mode. Ah, uh, uh, I understand. I understand. Or Savage Mix 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I, I've had a mix for like every mood. Um, like when everything was going on, how it was going on last year. Um, but every diss track imaginable, <laughs> anything that I really like in my head every day. Oh the time it was like it was therapeutic yes i'm like i need to i need to listen to first off fuck your bitch in the game i was like i couldn't listen to anything about falling in love anything about being in love or anything about losing love Mm -hmm. any of those heartbreak songs too i couldn't listen to any of it so i had to get to a good point where i was like because after being in a relationship for so long and being with someone for so long like 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like like a a part of therapy for you because you're like, you know, I got a heart in my heart a little bit. Yeah. To help me heal. Yeah. Like Shaq says, um, I'm kind of on the same boat as Tay. I've listened to these hard songs without love on the regular too. I have a good amount of um, Spotify playlists that had that hard shit on it. Yeah. I Listen, (laughs) I get it. I get it. Like I big old soul R&B, but listen, I got um, rap playlist about five hundred songs long, man. <laughs> and yeah. and when I need it, I I, I put it on, and I got Wu Tang on its own separate playlist by itself because I sometimes I just want to hear Wu Tang. No, because it, it would be like, all right, I would have to I listen to Nirvana, Metallica, yeah. DMX, mm-hmm. like Nirvana, Metallica, DMX, like you said, like a mystical. Like you said, like just just Junior Mafia, yeah, get money, like Biggie Smalls, like even even anything about playing bitches, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and just like getting in tune with, you know, not having like distancing yourself from the heartbreak in a while, so you get yourself hell yeah, yeah. I was listening to like Limp Biscuit and everything like that, and I was just like, and. Not- Limbiscuit's first album was dope. Um, Chocolate Starfish was dope. I listened to that front to back. Yeah, that's it. That, that I think that was their third album because yeah. that one that's the one that had My Way or the Highway. Yeah, yeah. So many memories from from that album. That 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 album stood the test of time for when it when it definitely came out. Yeah, oh my gosh. For sure, for sure, for sure. Oh man. So. What what are some of the goals you have for for this year? I feel like I'm interviewing you, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> no, no, listen. When when um crib talk when I start doing crib talk on a larger scale, you you gonna be the first person I interview. I'm like, yep. all right, yeah, let's do it. Sure. I'm an open. Go. First of all, I'm an open book. Maybe you get a chance to get to. I'm an enigma in many circles because people feel like they know me, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Like um, my biggest goals. My daughter's starting high school this year, mm-hmm. so just getting her mentally, emotionally. And financially ready for high school. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, buying a house next year is a big goal of mine. I'm almost there. Mm-hmm. Buy my own little condo. Um, that's goal two. You know, just be the healthiest version of me as possible. You know, as a, a, a career woman, as someone who's embarking on a new um, level in my life, just mm-hmm. ensuring that I accept the blessings that come my way but with a humble heart, but just keep recognizing who I am. Right. And just knowing that, like, I'm not average. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. And just to stay so, safe, because COVID still ain't playing no games. So Marion out here touching and, and getting crazy. This year, I had the honor and the pr- privilege of visiting over, like, 23 cities in the United States and I hope to just double that next year. You're gonna fill your your United States map. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo your bingo map. Yeah, but God is good. I mean this year was such a year of transformation. And like I tell a lot of people when I speak to them, like I met the 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 strongest and the weakest version of myself. I went through a lot all at the same time. You know my bad. No worries. You're good, you're good, you're good. What I miss? Go ahead. No, continue. Continue. Just, just mute yourself real quick. Go ahead. Between um, surviving breast cancer, mm-hmm. you know, getting out of a long-term relationship that I was in for a long time, 
mm-hmm. you know, losing people who were near and dear to my heart, you know, and just, you know, starting, not starting a new career path, but going into a more like beefed up version of what I've been doing for years. Um, it's been a blessing. And I have to be the the best version of myself to step into these spaces. So this year, like I said, I met myself, I met my strongest self at my mess. And who's to say that things won't fall apart again? But I know that as of right now, like this was the year. It's like every every athlete has that banner year. Mm-hmm. Every politician has that year. Every career person has that year. And I feel like this was that year for me. Because as you, you know, my, my journey with my guys, you guys, has been well documented from diagnosis through remission. So, you know, using, turning that pain into power. Absolutely. Absolutely. Matt. Working on my patience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all have to do it. We definitely all have to do it. Matt, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Um, what's some goals you have for um this coming year, and, and some things you probably learned about yourself along the way? Um, goals is finding out better ways to deal with me. Um, I don't know. This year was like a was a real rough year for me. I mean, mentally and spiritually, it was trying to figure out ways to like carry on. I mean, granted, I got, you know, the family, I got y'all guys, I got the show and shit, but you know, still this thing. Sometimes it's difficult to deal with, even more difficult to understand. So I'm doing that. that. Yeah, Matt. it sucks that he's having audio issues because I think what he's saying is so profound and so important. Most definitely. You know, Matt has had, you know, Simon, I feel like Matt has had a, a tough go with a lot of things and to see how he has risen to the occasion as, you know, as a father, as a husband, as a friend, yeah. as a colleague, Yeah, you know, it's really important that we continue to have these spaces for him to, you know, show him how much we care about him through it all. Absolutely. I I, I agree with that uh, 110%. Uh, like I said, when, when starting this journey with the Euro Sports Show, because um, what, next year, probably by February or March, we hit two, we hit 100 episodes. Um, by the second week of the of the year, we hit two years together uh, um, as us three. Yeah. As us three. Um we started filming around the the, the yeah, holiday we, time. We started, uh, yeah, we filmed um, the pilot episodes on the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first episode, episode one, dropped on January thirteenth, um, and we might have a chance to drop it on the same day too. Really? The, the, the two year anniversary on the same day, possibly. But um, um, yeah, it's been a wild ride, and um, like I said. Matt was was with me when we were doing four quarters once upon a time and then and like I said there's like I, I've always said this to you I said to Matt there's nobody who I'd rather go through this journey and hardship with than, than you guys and then you know Pete jumping in and then and, and joining in and then 
and helping out too. Like 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 I said, well, we, we, yeah, we've like I said we've known each other, but we really didn't know each other until we started doing the show. And that's what people don't get. Like I said, I've known, I I met Matt officially officially at Mania. Like we, me and you talked in in that chat we had, but we didn't really meet meet until we started doing the show. Yeah. So and you know, like I said, I gained uh, gained another brother, I gained another sister, and um, at the end of the day, I wouldn't have it no other way. Um, Matt. Are you good? You you in a you in your stable split um spot? It's not it's, it's not my spot. It's, they keep calling me. Uh. <laughs> this is just, they keep calling me. It's like don't forget this, don't forget that. All right, relax. I got it. Gotta relax. Yeah. But um I don't even know the last thing I said. But yeah, honestly, just trying to figure out ways to to you know. See, they still calling him. <laughs> Yeah, I really want Matt to get this out for sure, for sure. Like I really want Matt to get this out. But um, I, I pissing me off on Christmas Eve. I'm about to call him <laughs> live on, on live. About to call him. I know you would too. But um, before you do, um, just for me, um, again, it, it, you guys know everything I've I've kind of been through too. They are killing me, bro. <laughs> they are killing me. <laughs> I can't what hear you. That right laugh, Dre. You was like, tee hee hee. That wasn't even me laughing, though. That's the funny part. That was oh, I thought that was you. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, MJ. Stop. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, like I said, document I had uh like these past couple years, past two years. Um, the break, the beat, the breakup, the furlough, um, whole East Coast West Coast <laughs> stuff with the, with the show, um, and I've held it all together. Like I've had moments when I've just like not had it together, but for the most part, I've, I've tried to. I've tried to pretty much hold it together, and I think um, I was thinking about this sometime this week. And I was saying to myself, this year, I want to get back focused because I know the past 16 months, my focus wasn't there. My focus was on everything else and and, and trying to give as much as I can here, but trying to give as much as I can outside. And what I've realized is that in order for this to work, I have to give that same energy I was giving to it at the beginning. And, and, and whatever happened from there, happened from there. Because we have a good setup here, we we have a really good setup. Um, people believe in us. People know our names. Um, it, it's it's a great feeling. And just me personally, like I said, like you said, a banner year. I came like I was furloughed in February. I came back to work May. I've been I was upgraded to a higher position. Um, I turned 30 this year. It's it's been a it's been a dope year. Uh, no matter what I've really was really going through, and what I, what you were going through, what Matt was going through, this ended up being a, a good year, and we made it through the year. Like we made it alive and and and, and in good health. 
when we've seen so many people lost. It was in this this two year period of the of the show as well. Yeah. So um, it's just continuing on being more consistent and 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 continuing the momentum, not just with the show, but stuff that's going on with with myself. Uh, Matt, you good now? Because I really want you to get whatever you need to get out. I'm really, Bro, really- this, so, <laughs> I love my family. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. I really love my family. Yeah. But, um, one of the things I can really appreciate more or less about this year, I know you, you kind of touched on it. You was like how, you know, we haven't been like aware of each other, well aware of each other, but like us, you know, for very long. So for us to be this close and I feel like we got a lot more closer this year, you know, with everything that, you know, that hit us this year and what hit us last year, you know, with the East Coast, West Coast beef and, you know, the pandemic and, you know, the losses, you know, that we've all faced, you know, and um, health. So okay. that can make and break you, man. And and we held on strong. We we united together. We we rolled for each other. We was you know each other's. We was each other's cheerleader when you know when we were at our lowest. And that, that's a beautiful thing. And I could, and I can't help but be more proud and you know excited for what's coming up, and you know what we build already. So I mean, I'm just I don't I'm, I don't I know it's not Thanksgiving, but I'm just thankful, man, and I'm looking forward to it. That's it. Nah, it don't even gotta be. Yeah, it don't even gotta be Thanksgiving. It's like you know we're all thankful for each other for everything that's that's happened. Like we've come a long way. Yeah, we definitely have we've come a long way, and we met each other at very different parts in our lives. Like when you look at where our lives were when we first started the show. You know, we started the show before the pandemic and just how different everything is now. You know, it's a complete, like, to me, it's like a complete 360. Shoot, might be a 540, <laughs> really. Like, yeah, me either. Yeah. Like, you remember when we started? We were, we tried Anchor. We mm-hmm. were on, we were on um Skype. Please don't ever bring up Skype. In we were in the studio first. We were in the we were studio. studio. Yeah. Then Anchor because of COVID, we couldn't record anymore in the studio. Mm-hmm. Then we did Anchor. Then the Skype days were the worst days. Skype days was the worst days, and oh my gosh, Kelsey, uh, <laughs> Kelsey, and and Cliff, we owe you. We owe you both better interviews for sure. I was uh, so like. Yeah. And then, you know, after that, we tried to go back into the studio a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, then Pete joined us. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, you know, we've, we've, we've done a lot together. And I think that it's really cool. I think that, you know, we started a podcast, created a family, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that to me is the most important part of it. Yeah. Matt gets on my goddamn nerves. And yes, we are. <laughs> 90% of the episodes, and we only argue so much because we are very, very, very much alike. I, I want to mention to that because the evolution of you and Matt is like crazy. Like, and, and you know, people are probably thinking, oh, is this showing? No, no, no. We're just reflecting. It's been two years. Most podcasts don't make it past 16 episodes or in episode 88. 
like, like from the first for like the beginning, and and this was mainly like, um, Skype days almost, and beginning of 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 um Streamyard growing now. I was thinking like, oh, they about to fight, like, <laughs> like, like Tay must not really like that, and and it was like, ah. Oh, They'll they'll get through it though. They'll figure it out. And you now when you guys do it, it's like it flows so crazy where it's like it's hilarious though. Like y'all have y'all little minute and a half, blah 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 blah, blah and, and at the same time. I'm like, how? <laughs> how? <laughs> and then it'll be like nothing ever happened. Yeah, no. I mean, because it's not personal. Because the thing is, it's not personal. We have we both have very strong opinions about things that we like, things that we don't, and sometimes the things that he likes is the things that I find ludicrous, and the things that he likes, the things that he's wrong about, which is majority of the things. You get what I'm saying? Like Allegedly. I'm here, I'm here to put facts to the story. Listen, y'all are like, like when I first started the show, I'm like, I think me and Matt are gonna be bumping heads, and then it was y'all two. I was like, oh, this is way better. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is way better. Um, one of the things I'm thankful about for you guys as we go to New Year, you guys have allowed me to lead, and even when I wasn't, uh, like, like I've made some errors on on my own and and, and fixed them. You guys kind of like caught me on them too. Like about doing like like hey we should actually do this instead of this I'm like ah you're right we we should we should do do this and that and that's why I'm very appreciative of you guys in general because um we all do the show together but for you guys to allow me to lead and and just you know make things help help make things happen it's the same way y'all help me like I said it's dope it's dope for sure. And also, the shout out to the people who listen, like Driz, uh, Andre Drizzy Martin. Uh, shout out to him. Um, most yeah. important shout out to him and, and his lovely wife. Um, yeah, they are, are such dope people. I was on his podcast um, um, some time ago, and and they, they I were was really dope. And yeah, I and, never and, got an invite. Tay is next up for sure. Um, it was like like you can't. Put into words how how you know how good it feels to have someone who supports almost every week. And speaking of someone who supports every week, Shaq, Shaquille. Oh, my, we need to person. have him on the show. Yes, I, I keep saying it. For like two yes. years. Yeah. Look, look. Yeah, make it make it happen. Uh, we'll 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 make that happen. You you hit her up this time for real, and then. We'll, we'll make we'll make things straight. Uh huh. You see, I have receipts, honey. Only the <laughs> fantasy football. Uh huh. Thank you. I will sign up, and then I didn't have a chance. Matt buying up the whole store. We can hear it. My bad. But, uh, but I had it on boss. <laughs> nah, but somebody who's been on the sh- who's been a fan of the show since the beginning. I'm willing to definitely do anybody's show at any given time. You guys know I'm the busiest person on the planet, but
but I make time. You would never know it for how much time I make. Listen, I was be be honest. I was like last week gonna be the last episode. Let everybody chill. Tell like nah, we're gonna do episode Friday. Hey, like, like I said, you know, it, the the saying goes true for for all life stuff. You make time for the things you want to do. Like, you, you you always make time for the things you want to do. Um, like I said, I always think about shout out to the humble beginnings. Um, like I said he's not on the show anymore. Shout out to Larry for being there for, oh, at the yeah. beginning of the show. Um, oh, yeah. He added a different element to the show. Um, um, yeah. him, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes is the Kaepernick episode. Um, one of your guys, favorite, one of the best episodes ever. One of, one of the best ever. ever is the Kaepernick episode. I um, hated that that was his last episode on the show. I do Because too. I feel like, you know, we left off where you think that there was so much tension and it really wasn't. Right. And like... I have nothing but love for Larry. Larry knows what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we do need to clear the air with that. Like, I know there's a lot of tension in in the air and everybody feels like there's something going on as to why he left the show. He left the show because he had other stuff that um, he had other opportunities that he, you know, that he wanted to take advantage of. And time is... Time is is a very precious thing. And sometimes you can't do... You know, you can't be, you can't hold on to every obligation, and especially if you got a greater one that's, you know, on the horizon. And we respected that, and we, and, you know, we gladly understood it. You know, mm-hmm. we will always have love for Larry. Larry's our brother, always. For sure. That don't change. For sure, for sure. Like we, we we've said this plenty of times. I, I've said this to you guys on many occasions. Nobody, one, nobody's bound by a contract, and even if there was a contract. I am the type of person like, yo, you need to go do what you need to do. Go do what you need to do. I've said this to Tay. I've said this to Matt. I've said this to Pete. Whatever you guys need to do, like the the term "bigger than sports," that's what that's what it is. Like everything outside of the show. I love the show. The show is definitely a primary, but life is 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 like real life stuff happens. And I'm never holding anybody down from doing anything that they feel like they should do. So again, shouts to Larry again. Shouts to Pete for joining on last year, last August. Um, definitely added uh, element. Like we, we, I get a lot of like, like, like compliments about Pete because he adds a sports voice to us. Like you know, Tay's very professional how she speaks. I'm getting there because I still got this list. Matt is Matt is a lost cause. But I have a list too, you know. I barely hear it though. Because I talk over it. <laughs> I yeah. overpronunciate so that you don't hear it. Mm. I, I'm at a point in my life I don't care. Like y'all know, like, <laughs> whatever. Like, <laughs> but um, anything else before we wrap up? Is there anything else we should really nitpick on or? Anything that's going on in the world that we probably <laughs> speak about that we should? Well, the mm-hmm. whole NBA is getting shut down by COVID Again. for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all these games have been postponed, and 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 all this other mess. And um, we were saying Christmas Day is not going to look the same. <laughs> Christmas, 
the Christmas games are gonna be uh bench warmers and NBA rejects return. Um I'm still looking forward because basketball on Christmas is still better than football on, on, on Thanksgiving any day. Oh yeah, man. I'm tired of the Detroit Lions playing on my screen. I'm t- yes, I'm tired of the Detroit Lions being a football team at this point. Right? Even even though they they just trounced the, the Cardinals, but I'm I'm tired of the Detroit Lions just playing on my Thanksgiving screen and then messing up my Thanksgiving experience when I want to cut on TV. The basketball is not on on Thanksgiving. Like, what I wanted to say, yeah. who are your early picks for Super Bowl 2022? Oh, my, my. So if I was going to say at the beginning of the season, okay. I was going to say either, um, I was going to say the Bucks. I was going to say the Chiefs and probably the Bills. Those are the three teams I was looking at um, in the Super Bowl. Who they were going against, I, I didn't care much for. It was the Bucks, the Bills, and the Chiefs. Now, I don't know. <laughs> what about you? I see that the Chiefs are quietly making a comeback. Mm-hmm. People are not t- – I guess when the, the cameras are off of them, right now they're playing better. They're playing – at that elite level. I yeah. don't think that I I think that we're gonna see the Packers versus the, the Bucks again. And I think we're gonna see the Chiefs. I don't think we're gonna see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but I see I could see them in the championship game. But I definitely think that it's between whoever wins in the NFC. I, I think we're looking at the Chiefs versus the Pats, and we're looking at the Bucks versus the um the Packers, and winner of those four is gonna go is gonna go into the Super Bowl. That's my choice. Yeah, I, I can see that too, because the Patriots have been really quiet, but really dominating and coming back. You get what I'm saying? So, um, I agree with you. Like I was saying last episode, like we were all hot and heavy over the Buffalo Bills for a couple of years, and they they they're kind of like shit in the bed right now. So it's like, do I do I see them at this point being a a contender? Not like I did last year. Do I think that the pack the Packers are going to give the Bucks a run for their money this championship game? We forget how close that game was. It was an error that cost the Packers that game. It wasn't Brady's play. It was an errant error on the Packers coach that gave, the, floor. That gave the, the Buccaneers that game and essentially gave them the Super Bowl. Tom Brady throwing a 1,000 interceptions inside a playoff game, you would think he would lose that game. Yeah, he was supposed to lose that game. Yo, you want to hear something funny? Was, the MVP race was, was – everybody was like it was deadlocked on Tom Brady. And after – the last game, he ain't even. I think he dropped in QBR rate, and I think he dropped the four, right? So, I, I, you know who's the favorite right now? Who? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> if he wins MVP this year after that COVID uh, nonsense, he'll deserve it's it. It's rigged. He'll still deserve it. Why? MVP is on his on his, on his play on the field. 
He's the most valuable player on his team. Most valuable the COVID field. player. On we're the not, field. We're not bringing up personal stuff. We're not bringing up personal <laughs> stuff. Hold on, 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 hold on. He is a super spreader, though. What happened was he got in trouble for that COVID stuff. He got a slap on the wrist, but it's still a slap on the wrist, and there's still a scarlet letter on him for this year. So even though you may feel that he deserves it, just for that COVID nonsense alone, he shouldn't get it. Well, if it wasn't for Tom Brady, we wouldn't have to worry about fucking, what's his name, A.B., creating felonies. Think about it. You will not deserve it either. You will not blame Thomas Edward Brady for whatever Antonio Brown decided to do. If the if the if the five fucking first names. I would love to see Bucks versus Patriots for the Super Bowl. I would too. And it would be crazy if Matt Jones beat Tom Brady. I need I need Aaron Rodgers to win his Super Bowl and make his exit. That's what that's what the world needs right now. The world needs this. Aaron Rodgers to talk to his parents. Yes. It's Christmas Eve, Aaron. Stop. Aaron, it's you Christmas Eve. You gotta stop. Call your, call your mom. I gotta relax. Talk to Aaron, your mom. Talk to, call your on. mom. It's Christmas Eve. Probably a distraction. He call don't need dad. that type of... It's Christmas Eve. It right he needs to focus, he needs to focus on making sure Tom Brady doesn't win another <laughs> Super Bowl. Call your mom. Horrible. It's Christmas it's horrible. It's, it's better than it, it's better than him. Um, what he doing now? With, never mind. Let's see. I'm about to talk bad about this man wife. But hey, oh, before <laughs> we before we leave before we leave the NFL um topics, I would like to take this time to thank Bill Belichick, right? Um, for um, catch up to Tay and take a lead in in the pick five because no nobody had faith in, in the Patriots and Mac Jones. You kind of didn't either. That's why you ran the ball. But it's okay. I'm not tripping. I saw it happening. You saw it? Belichick is the real deal. Thank you for your contribution on my on my road to winning pick five. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. If you if memory okay. serves me right. Stop it. Don't if ruin it. If memory serves me right. It's Christmas Eve, baby. We, we are. Do this. Yeah, You're looking like the Grinch right now. I, Don't do well, that. Aaron Rodgers can't call his parents on Christmas Eve, but I can't say what I'm about to say. I'm, why are you? <laughs> yeah, she got I'm a point. Bill she got a point. Not, we are she thinking Bill Belichick for his contribution in this pick five. We never thought the Patriots was going to be this good. And look at them. And look at the Buccaneers right now. They're looking like trash. I, I never thought Aaron Rodgers was the type of person to not talk to his parents. And exactly. Just I don't know why y'all didn't think that. I mean, somebody that we're I'm talking sure. about looks like they go to rub and tugs. <laughs> that is that's not even. I'm not I don't even know how we. I don't even know how we got there. Conversation looks like they go to rub and tugs on a regular, and there's not much to tug, and it's making me really unsettled right now because I have the visual of his fat red face. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that's tough. Uh, okay. All right, yeah. I'm getting back to center. Um, Matt, he's not here right now. Go ahead, speak to him. <laughs> this time last year, we were in the same boat mm-hmm. for pick five. And I came and I whooped that ass. 
I came and whooped that ass. You only one game ahead of me. Who cares? One. Look, and I wasn't even supposed to be this close. Better. La la la. Ha-la-la. I wasn't even supposed to be this close. I was in last place. How we forget? We all, let me tell you something. We were always one and two games ahead of each other. It was the way I explained it. I was only well, no last year. I was like four or five games behind for the most of, <laughs> most of the year. <laughs> but this year, it's been. I think everybody's been in the lead at least once. I, everybody says Peter. Yeah. Everybody says Peter. He's never on the show. And <laughs> that man is happy. I'm, yeah. I'm not even. I just you know I'm happy for him. I just text him twice in our group chat. He's still, and you can tell the heat in what I'm saying, and he still didn't respond. So I, he, I don't think he 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 would have died in there. I don't got nothing to do with that. But if but, my man, if my man want to take your final breath, he don't want to answer you. That I don't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> I was at a family barbecue. That's how I look at it. I'm not. I will, meet, I will meet him at the crossroads. That's it. You <laughs> won't be lonely. Yo, did, yo, did you see them bring up Bone Thugs and Harmony in, in, in that debate that I was bringing up with, with Jay Z? No. What boy? <laughs> yo, I want to. I want to shout out Kiki, my man Mike Bostic, my guy. Boy, we was killing the game this week, bro. We was giving everybody the business. Anybody that came for old the fade. Them too. It, was, it, was, it was crazy. It was a ribbon in the sky this whole week. We were just giving it to people. Yeah, no, that, that, whole, that whole Jay-Z argument was really ridiculous. It like, was, how oh. The names that they were just putting up, just it was like, y'all just be doing anything, huh? Yo, when somebody put logic on the list, I was like, <laughs> logic. Logic? Logic. I, never say oh. I don't think, and no, no offense, he could be a good rapper. I don't know, because I've never heard a song that, done by logic in my entire life. I, don't okay. know he I didn't even know he had that much songs. He, he he was, I like him, but no. Does he, <laughs> have, does he have any songs that charted? Yeah. So it got, yeah, it gotta be like single digits, man. Like, but like, no, 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 no disrespect to Logic. Like, he's probably a really good rapper, but me personally, like, I've never heard any of his music. Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe because he doesn't appeal to my era. You know what I'm saying? But like, and like I said, they said that Nas, they they put Nas up there too, and like, no disrespect to Nas, like he's a legend and stuff like that, but. Some of the songs that they were saying that he can go hit for hit with Hova, like you know damn well that you only know that song because you listen to track thirteen on his album. <laughs> he been he uh, been not put Uchi Wally on. That that's not that his song no more. Song he had. That's not his song no more. That that's that's his his uh what's the name? His security song. Oh yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> that's I, I you know, that's believe it or not, and it's it's atrocious because Nas has had some great songs. There's two songs I like by Nas, and that is you owe me with genuine. I love that song. And bye, baby. Why is everybody fascination with that song? Because I never thought that Nas would release a booty song like that. Oh my god! I told T. It was a movie. I'm like, yo, we talking about Nas. She's like, I don't think I've ever heard a Nas song. And then she, we started going down the set. Oh, I know this song. I'm like, really? That was a moment. Song, you know? That was a moment. That and I can. That was it. I'm I like, like not even one mic. I like I can. 
I like one mic too. Like, yeah, boy, one I, mic, one mic with one mic was it, and then uh, made you look. Re- I like the remix of Major Look. I like remix, made you look, made you look oh, remix. Re- Yo, Ludacris shut that whole thing yeah. down. That ain't even Nas' song. I'm, I'm tired of people me. getting on Nas songs and out rapping him. <laughs> like, the only boy. time Eminem beat Jay Z is in Renegade. Yeah. At all, that's it. Yeah, that was that, that was that was wild. Jay Z ain't have nothing to say after that. And let me tell you, and let me tell you something too. I'm not when you look at the 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 beef between um Eminem and MGK, and I said this in my in the chat, MGK's lyrics in Rap Devil was better than Eminem's in that diss track, but people are not gonna do that because people have bias. Boy, you wanna hear the funniest you wanna hear the funniest comeback of the week though? It was hilarious. I laughed at it. So one of my homeboys was like, Y'all y'all like Y'all have these favorite artists that y'all can't even relate to their music, right? So, Keith, shout out to Keith. Keith goes, yeah, because uh, I want my favorite artist to rap about raping and beating women and, <laughs> and cutting himself and committing suicide. Yeah, great artist to follow. He's snuck, in, he snuck an incest in there, too. But I, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah, let's not forget. Okay. Hey, if we go, if we go all the way. <laughs> I said, damn. I had to write him. Eminem rapped more. To... Eminem rapped about more than that. Because he had, yeah. let me tell you something. My favorite song from him is um, I Like Superman. I don't know. Maybe I like songs about hoes. Me too. I love that song. That's my favorite Eminem song. Maybe I like songs about hoes. <laughs> I can't be your Superman. Your super. And I like, I am whatever you say I am. There's a... Yeah. I like Live for the and, Moment. And Cleaning Out My Closet. I, I, I about his body and his mom. No, it's more. It's more. To, it's a story behind it. That's why I like it of so course. much. Of course, but he Stan, speaks to those. He, I like Stan too. Stan is Stan made me depressed. I'm like, damn, bro. Never liked the artist that but much. Let me tell you something. Eminem, Eminem, was somebody who we in, invited and embraced into the culture because he is a lyricist at heart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just the just Eminem is a very important part of hip hop. So I'm yeah. not going to ever disrespect him because I feel like he is one of my favorite rappers. He's not my favorite rapper, but he's one mm-hmm. of my favorite rappers. You get what I'm saying? I can't really yeah. name too many bad projects he's done. But yeah. I could no, I'm just saying I'm just saying not bad and culture defining is two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like like I, like me and Dre was saying earlier, the only effort that I really wasn't and I wasn't crazy about with Jay was the whole American gangster thing. But then it fit the theme of the the movie, the movie. And, the time yeah. and, and everything. You know, he it was like a love letter to his old crack selling days. But it's, I don't want to. What pissed me off is these young jackass talking about something. Oh, but four 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 was whack. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You literally, you really, really it's just don't understand head. anything. You miss like, every message in every yeah. song, bro. Like, you missed the title, the title just, song, bro. The, the album title song, bro, is it. And you really just, I just do my phone, bro. I'm, I'm just, tired. Of, just, I'm tired of people. I'm tired of people when, when it comes to disrespect to Jay-Z. Like, like, come on, like, y'all gotta relax. This is not now. This is not a Brooklyn bias. 
this is nothing. Jay Z got the numbers and everything to back it up. I wish I, I wish I, and I'll tell her, Tay, she, cause she, I remember her bringing it up. She's like, maybe it's Brooklyn bias. Maybe we got Brooklyn bias. I, if it was bias, bias would mean I would be over the top of it. I'm very animated. Even like, if I don't believe in something, I'm going to be animated, right? Mm-hmm. To try to make up for me being wrong. I'm not going to be animated in, in, in defending home and saying, I don't think, I, I don't think there's no artist alive that can beat him in a 20, song versus 20 song versus now i'm not saying that there's not going to be artists that's not going to make it interesting i like i said i think wayne can make it interesting i think I buster think, can make I it think, interesting who buster if he performs yeah buster interesting if he performs if he performs the song make it interesting you know what? Buster Buster will make people think that his songs is better than what they are. I'm not saying Buster Rhymes is whack, but but if Buster Rhymes if Buster Rhymes decided to rap all six of his songs, he'll be able to like he gotta pull out like tribe stuff too. You gotta pull out tribe and leaders of the of the new school stuff too. I don't I don't know, bro. I I don't I just think about it. his like, energy I, on scenario. <laughs> I, 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 he got to play scenario and scenario remix. Like, he got to do both. Like, don't get me wrong. Buster got the hits. He could, he got the hits. But like I said, you got to, you got to last 20 rounds. And you got to win a good amount of them rounds. You can have hits, but can't get hits outlast Holmes hits. I don't no, think so. No. And no, that's just the problem. Know. I don't think a lot of songs, I don't think a lot of hits. If you can, can really want to get technical, if you really want to get technical, and we just talking about what is considered, not what I consider a hit, yeah. not what you consider a hit, not if you really want to get technical, hit for hit. If you're going by like what top charts and stuff, the only person that could really touch Jay or make it interesting is Drake. Yeah, and right. I, I like I'm not going to excuse Wayne. I, I think Wayne could too. I think Wayne could too. Wayne had a hot three years. From 2008. He recorded a lot in them three years. Yeah, and a lot of his shit was features too. Don't get it twisted. He was on everybody's rap. Everybody's, excuse me, everybody's record at one time. You get what I'm saying? Wayne and Drake will be the only ones to me to make it interesting. People saying Jada Kiss, people saying this, people saying Nas, and I'm just like, you know, I love Jada Kiss. Fucking idiot. But no. All idiots. <laughs> no. Idiot. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. They're idiots. If you think a lot of these artists is standing 20 songs with Jay, you stupid. You and that's, not even the, that's not even the, the, the deep tracks. We're just talking about hits. We're not even talking about like the, the, the 444s. We're not even talking about the songs that that matter, like the December Fourth song, like the small song he wrote for his mother, like Lost One with Chrisette Michelle. Like we're 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 just talking about like hits. Jay said in in inside the club inside the the spaces that nobody has ever seen him perform the Grammy Family freestyle. That freestyle was hard, bro. Like like if not many people are gonna stand up stand up to that like. And he'll rap the whole thing. Like he'll just put the instrumental on and go. That's the thing. Like 
first of all, there might be someone who might outperform JC Jay-Z. That's why uh I, I, I get the Buster Rhymes argument, but still Buster Rhymes is not gonna outperform outperform Jay-Z for 20 songs. That's one. Two, like Jay-Z don't really have to go past five albums for most people, for like the majority of the people. Like, he really doesn't. Jay-Z can take a couple songs, four songs of every album of his first five albums. Boom, here you go. And there would be so much trouble for those people. You saw that list that they put out? Like, I know Tim didn't put it out, what they said, but somebody put that out, and I was like, yo, that's that's the pre-show list. <laughs> and that's not even, like I said, like we said, like the Linkin Park stuff. That don't even have not any of those Linkin Park songs that came out. That doesn't have any of the Rough Riders stuff that was hitting hard back mm-hmm. in the 98-99. So they don't get what they're talking about. Yeah. I know, that's so damn well, upset. My, my goodness, we have a Christmas miracle. <laughs> right. And as, as we wrap I'm, the show up, welcome. <laughs> it's Feliz Navidad himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mary- <laughs> she called him Felice Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to the Year Sports Show family, to the best podcast team in sports, honestly, in my opinion. Uh come see us. We will put anybody down. Come um, see us. <laughs> <laughs> we see all of us. All of you, us. you too. <laughs> Um, no, I, as y'all as y'all know, um, I'm down in North Carolina for Christmas. Same time, um, yeah. I'm down in North Carolina for Christmas, but no, we were uh, we were out and about. So I actually just got he was back. taking his shirt off, waving in the air like a helicopter. That's, that's no, no, no. I can't yeah. do that where we were because then I would get in trouble. Um, <laughs> but I was no, we were actually out uh, shooting. Mm. Went out to the shooting range, which is a okay. holiday tradition for me and my dad. Oh. Um, and so we went out to the shooting range and of course there was somebody two uh, rows down that looked like they got a 50 yard chick hit a different by hundred yards away. The, the, the wind don't even move. Mm. Mm. And I was just like, all right, welcome to Carolina. <laughs> You're like, welcome. Mr. Welcome. Yeah, time to go. Back down, so. Speaking about yeah. North Carolina, you guys have to go see West Side Story, by the way. Oh, of course. Uh, because, uh, the play? The new movie. Steven Spielberg redid it. It's better than the original. It's better than the original. It's hard for me to say. I'm a West Side Story is my my favorite second favorite musical of all time. One of my top five favorite movies. And they did a phenomenal job. I don't know, seeing your hair like that made me think about it. I would say definitely a um top Top five musical for me. I would say probably top, probably top three. Because if I have to really be honest, um, Les Miserables has a very, Les Miserables has a very important place for me. Yeah, for me that's number one. Um, Les Mis is also uh, one of only two uh, musicals that I've ever seen live on Broadway. Me too. Um, The other, the other being a very early production of Hamilton. Um, before it really blew up, I saw um, in the Heights, Les Mis in the Heights, something called Platanos and Collard Greens. I've seen Platanos yeah. and Collard Greens. Yep. 
Yeah, um, I've seen Platanos and Calgary's, but I saw it off Broadway. I, I brought them. I brought yeah. them up to Syracuse while I was a student there to do a production up at the university. Um, I saw it at that spot where they used Platanos and Calgary's. I saw it at that spot where they had all the, like the black plays that I forgot what it was called. The Beacon. Oh Day. yeah, yeah. There's really yeah. something called Platanos and, 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 and yeah, Jelly Bean. It was about dating. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. But I would say uh, Les Mis, um, and, and in no specific order, Les Mis, Rent. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Hamilton, West Side Story. Um, and oddly enough, my number five, in my top five, is a, is a musical I've never actually seen, but was so obsessed with wanting to see it as a child. Is cats. Cats for me too. I love cats. I have never seen it. I will not watch the abomination of a new movie that they came out with. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never seen it. I've literally just when I was a kid, I was captivated by the commercials for cats on TV. Like because they would always have the cats on Broadway commercials, and it just it captivated the hell out of me. Right. Um, but I, I actually never got to see it while it was on Broadway. Um, I've heard the Book of Mormon is fantastic. Um, Chicago is obviously fantastic. I've seen the movie. I've never seen the the actual uh, Broadway play, um, the Broadway musical, but uh, I've seen the the movie. I should say, mm-hmm. but yeah, no West Side Story. The only reason why I give the original West Side Story, I guess, a little bit of a heads up is because watch. Maria is who Maria is. I love Natalie Wood, but watch it. Well, well, Rita, Rita, and Natalie Wood to me in the original West Side Story. Like Rita, Rita. First of all, anything with Rita in it immediately gets my attention. Um, and people who don't know who Rita Moreno is really need to like step their game up. The only Latina with an EGOT. Um, you need Grammy Academy Tony. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, so, and I think one of only seven people in the, in, in history to have one, um, the last one, the last person to get an EGOT was John Legend. Um, but Rita Moreno is the only Latina with an EGOT. So it's like anything she does to me is gold. For real. And let me tell you something. No, Pete, before you say Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood is one of my favorite actresses of all time from from every effort that she's done. But you have to see it. Ariana Du Bois, I heard, does a really great, incredible job. Please, everybody, go see it. Please. All right, guys, I have to jump. I gotta now, a movie, by the way, a movie that y'all, I hate to say this because I was so hyped for it. A movie y'all could probably save your time watching or just don't go to the movies, go watch on HBO Max, is Matrix Resurrections. The new Matrix movie, I was so hyped to watch it last night. And it was one of these situations. Well, the brothers, did the brothers oh. make it? Did the brothers make it or there was new people that made it? Well, they're sisters now. Seriously? Yeah, the Wachowskis both transitioned. They were both uh, trans. Uh, and both of the Wachowskis transitioned, but only one of them made this one. Lana Wachowski uh, made this one. Um, it carries on the original story. It's it. 
it does a good job at moving the story forward, but there's just like a lot. Like, and I will say this, um, especially because um, me and, and Tay were talking about Ariana Du Bois, who was uh, obviously a member of the Hamilton cast um, as well. Jonathan Groff, who played um, King George in the original production of Hamilton literally steals this movie as good as Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are as Trinity and Neo 20 years later. Um, I honestly think Yahya Abdul-Mateen was a waste as the new Morpheus. Um, I did not like what they did with that, but the two uh, Jonathan Groff in his role, which I won't spoil for anybody um, and Jessica Henwick uh, who was one of the new cast members for the the new Matrix? In my opinion, they are the stars of this movie. They stole this movie, um, and th this entire Matrix universe could be helmed by them moving forward. But it was a great movie, but it just it just had so many questions. Like I left the movie confused. Just like, what in the world is going on here? Gotcha. Dre, have you seen Spider Man yet? Um, I haven't, but uh, we'll definitely talk about it. Um, we'll definitely talk about it soon. Definitely talk about it soon. But, guys, this has been an amazing episode. Definitely do more episodes like this. Um, sh shouts to, of course, the rest of the, the Job Tips Network, all the shows on there. Um, shouts to all of us here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please have a happy holiday. Please. Wear your masks. Please go get vaccinated if you have to, if you haven't already. Um, social distance, all that good stuff. So, for, don't let Omarion touch you. Don't let, don't let Omarion touch you. As a matter of fact, we, we got to end the episode again with it. We got to end the episode. Alexa, play Touch by Omarion. Oh, nah, nah. We got the real thing this time. Oh, baby, bye. Nah, nah, we got the real thing this, this time. We got it? Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Sure. We know each other for some time. I think it's time. Sorry. Man. I've been having visions. Fantasy. Four. The voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. Four. DK Matt. For the Queen. 25 It is your boy, Big Baby. Feliz Navidad, everybody. Merry Christmas, All that good stuff. Bring your goddamn pineapple juice.